Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, pillows and beer friends, welcome back to yet another episode of PNB with me and my boy Craig. Craig, what's going on? What's up, y'all? Hey, Austin. Hey, Nick. Our trusty little nifty guy, Nick. That's so true, by the way, nifty. because because Nick, damn, damn, Nick, are you imperative to this operation, and we love you. Yes. And and I'm glad that you just said that. Craig, you gotta come to the like live Nick, shows and see our, meet, meet Nick in person, our um, trusty companion. Give everyone Sir a Nicholas. hello, Nick. Say hi. What's happening, everybody? Everyone's like, who's Sorry, this I'm made up? I'm not six four like you guys. Nifty, nifty means like shifty. I don't know. No, dude, nifty means a key. You know what? I'm keen on Nick. Yeah, keen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super keen on you, Nick. Also, that song. I think if you had to ask me my favorite song ever, it's going to be in the top three. Maybe, maybe the my favorite. Yeah, but it's but it's not your wedding song. No. Well, I almost played that, and then I was like, all right, it'd be weird if I played her song opening this. I was like, I went a little heavy on the... Last week, Craig, you were very, very high on her praise, which is fine, of course, because we want to lift. We want to lift up, right? Right, right. We want to lift up, but you definitely were... So I was sitting here, and Craig was like, all right, I have the intro song, and I was just expecting it to be your girl, and it wasn't. Yeah, I yeah, I was like, I don't know this person, but um, we lift people. Not yet, not yet. We not, not yet. We lift people up here, and we will be doing that later. Definitely. So, closer Chainsmokers. I remember when that song came out. I was just like, oh my god, they get me. I was like, this is my favorite. Just the sound of that song, and I love listening to covers of it. I'm gonna covers. Yeah, not that Chainsmokers yeah. isn't big anymore. I mean, hell, I'm sure that they play in the headline all all sorts of festivals and this and that. But damn, did they go through like like a three or four year period, Craig, where they were just like on it. They were just like, I mean, they still are awesome. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast early on. Oh, oh really? Yeah. we like, Really? Yeah. Season one. It's we talked so about tough it. to, to think back to things that we've talked about because you and I really do get off topic and banter about all sorts of shit all the time. And so then you forget. You're like, wait, have we talked about this five times before? Okay. Anyways. Are we out of material? No, Craig. <laughs> As long as the earth is revolving, we will never be out of material. Dude, um, there's a stupid fucking bug flying around my head right now. And I have not one, but two electric tennis rackets downstairs. And they were the greatest thing to have in your home. Oh, oh, it's on a microphone. You want me to get it? It's right uh, here. They're too fast for hand. Yes, yeah, squeeze it. Where is it? Like right here? Yeah. Oh, so oh got away. It, it did get away uh, during the commercial break. I'll get the tennis racket, but we basically have these like fruit flies on steroids here. And I'm pretty sure they nip you. I'm not sure because sometimes when I've killed them, they have I blood. It's inside. like a nosium. Yeah. Right? But they're big. Like, yeah. you, look, you, should we, should we get the tennis racket? What this little flying bat? Well, they're going to continue to fuck with you. Um, but yeah, you can get them on Amazon actually. Oh, see, there's blood in it. Oh, so, like, I think they bite us. I don't know. But anyway, I got my mom because she hates flies. I mean, I guess a lot of people hate flies. But she had this fucking fly swatter. And I, I saw it on, like, the internet one time. And I was like, you know what? This is perfect for her. 
Uh, shout out to Stowe Cidery. No, true. Yeah, the, uh, I, I, uh, I, you know, was waiting for you to, but like, you know, what we're drinking tonight, Craig, and Stowe Cider, which we had, which we drank a bunch when we were in Vermont, did not know that I was a cider guy. Did not know. Um, this is not an advertisement. Well, it kind of is because, you know, we're friends with them. And uh, they sent me a bunch of ciders, and so I brought some to Craig's. And it, yeah, I didn't know that I was a cider guy, Craig. Can you I, buy them down here or no? I don't think so, no. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're ADD as hell today. The, I love it. We're bouncing all around. If no one knows, do you know what I'm talking about with the tennis racket? Yeah, of course. Like an electric tennis racket. So then you swat and it goes. Zzz. Yeah. And you yeah. just touch the bug with it and it yeah. just fries it. So basically, you can like just go hand like. Yeah. And they're like $12 online. Yeah. Um, you'll get to see us at this cidery on Winter House, too. That's true. Uh, back and forth, cider, cider. And. Um, hold on, hold on. Can I tell you what, what my cider company name would be? Uh, is this a Shep thing or a you thing? This is a me thing. Well, All right, let's hear it. Okay, sure. Like, Shep would also probably make this joke, you know, like a band name thing. But it would be Deep End. Yeah, deep, that's pretty good. You know, deep End Cider. I mean, come on. That's funny. That's funny. But how does it have to do with cider? Well, just deep end cider. That's just saying like anal sex cider. No, it's like, not. I, I mean, there's a bar, no, it's not. Bar, uh, no, it's not. Cidery's bold rock. I mean, that's just to do like with... saying anal sex cider. <laughs> like, no, it's not uh, at that's all. Funny. No, it's not. Deep end. But I don't I, like not deep in. What are I wish Shep was here. For, I've ne- I've never said that before, and I will never say it. Sarita's his list of like of band names and like bar names. Um, I can only think of very inappropriate ones right now, so I'm not going to say it. But I, as Austin drinks on his cider, I'm drinking Hall Wine as always because we're right here in Hall Wine Studio. Uh, we are about to start videotaping the podcast, so you'll get to see the Hall Wine Studio finally. Um, the angle tonight isn't great, but we're going to post a few clips. We've got a screwdriver, scissors on the desk because I just put together a fireplace oh, for us up and, here. And, and drill bits. Yeah. A bunch of drill bits and, and just, just a, well, it's not that dirty, Craig. It's not. No. I'm it, actually impressed. Actually looks good. And, and Craig did just build this like, this like four, four foot wide, 35 inch tall, like, fireplace in the middle like you know mantle it looks like a mini mantle the fire going yeah fire's yeah. on the fire's um, going the electric fire yeah electric is on, fire which yeah. apparently gives off heat if you want it to i always knew it as like the um like i knew the amish built these fireplaces when i grew up like there was something with like you getting your furniture from the amish in the northeast um did you guys have like amish furniture growing up nick you probably know what i'm talking about that's that's totally yeah, I mean I mean like my, my dad like you know he builds we build kitchens we get the drawer boxes and doors are all made in Amish factory pretty much Amish country that's totally not even a question that I would even think of like did I have Amish furniture growing up I don't I don't know I mean if my mom was on this podcast she'd be like of course you did Austin half of our furniture was Amish man I I there's, a, there's some really great Amish crews too that build houses around my parents and they'll come in and they just knock that shit out. Like, Oh, I just picture the family guy stuff where it's like a hundred guys show up for like a barn raising and you know, <laughs> they do it in like five minutes and it's done. And like, whenever you drive up, like I'll, my aunt and uncles live, some of them too, 
All right, another exaggeration. I have an aunt and an uncle that live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my aunt and uncles, yeah. uh, and by that I mean one. Yeah, set. one group. One uh, set. And when you're driving that direction, like you'll see the signs for, you know, watch out for the wagons on the road. It was always fascinating. Um, but anyway, my parents' pool furniture is made by the Amish, I believe. It's like retired milk cartons. All right. Um, how did we get on the Amish talk? Because of the fireplace. Oh, I don't okay. know. Anyway, okay. guys, right. hope you're having a great week. Um, yes. Austin and I are about to, he's about to go to a fish show. I will be in New York doing stuff for NBC. Um, yes. Actually... It is funny, and Craig isn't aware yet, but I'm going to convince him to come to the fish show with me on Wednesday night, which is 4:20, which is a uh, oh, wow, it is 4:20, a redo of the New Year's Eve shows, which they had to cancel because of COVID, and now they've they vowed to redo them, and now uh, Wednesday night is the first, which and Craig is going to be in town at the same time. Uh, you have your book thing, so do do you want to tell them or? Can you tell them or no? Well, yeah, we're just doing a book signing at 30 Rock um, for some of NBC's employees, and Paige and I are going to do a Q&A. Um, that's on Tuesday, which is yesterday when this comes out. But I figured you were going to get me to go because I don't have anything on Thursday. And I told you, I was like, look, uh, we're, I'm going to be up there. But then when you were talking to your guy, you were like, I only need two tickets. No, 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 like, no. We have four right now. So, so I still don't. I mean, I... I would not be able to name a fish song if it came on, which is okay. why this could. I'm excited to see me on the other end of this. Yeah. If I come. So, I mean, I, yeah, I'm coming up for 24 hours. You know, if that can come in town, Craig can go to Soho Dumbo. Do you want to come with? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I'll do the whole so thing. So fun. So fun. And then and then we'll uh, come down around Madison Square Garden around five ish. And then you know, drink at a bar around there. And then the buddy that I'm going with likes to get in there. So it'll be so, so much fun. And thinking about it, I'm so excited that I pulled the trigger, even though Craig, that literally 48 hours later, we have to get on a plane to go to Tennessee. That is true. We are going to the wedding of the decade. It might be. To be totally honest. I and we have Well, it'll be the wedding of our lives, maybe. Yes, it'll yeah. be the wedding of our lives, and we have no clue what to expect. Um obviously our not obviously, our great friends um Dustin Johnson and Paulina Gretzky. Paulina's been on a couple times here, are getting married in Tennessee, and we know nothing. Me, Paige, and Austin are headed down and we know our group of friends from our ski trips with them. But other than that, like I cannot tell you what this guest I is, is going to look like. And, and our group chat today was really funny. <laughs> like I texted Paige and Craig, right? Because like, you know, they sent us like a packet of, of fun things to do on property or, or at the venue. And I texted them. I was like, guys, what are the chances that we do? Any of these activities are slim to none. We're probably just going to, Bart is going to have a lot of fun. Find us at the bar. Yeah, you can find us at, at one at, of the property at, bars. At one of the property. Hopefully, bars. we see more than one of the property bars. Because so, but but if you think about it, okay, yes, yes, we have been on vacation with them, Craig, and the people that we've met there are basically the only people that we know. But we have been to her mother's birthday parties. So we've met more people than you think. That's true. Like you know, we know all of the siblings, right, and all the sibling spouses. You know, whoever has them, and we know some of um, Janet's close friends right because we were at that party um mr pink do you remember that guy 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so we know a couple more people, but we have no idea what to expect in terms of a guest list or, or like maybe a musical guest. I'm excited. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm pumped too and fun. Uh, too fun. It's definitely going to be something that we're just like ready for. I texted someone in the wedding and I was like, are we excited? And she was like, yes, we are. Yeah. And I was like, what is, what does the guest list look like? Cause I can ask her. And she's like, I saw it when it was halfway done and you are going to like, we're going to be little kids. Like oh it's going to be amazing. So anyway, we've got that. And then we head to, we go from Tennessee to Chicago for the last show of this leg of our tour. How so. fun. How fun is that, man? Like literally what a week, right? We see a fish show on Wednesday night, potentially. Well, I am fish show on Wednesday night. You have a book signing on, on Tuesday at 30 rock. Then fly to go to our great friend's wedding that we're so excited for and then fly straight to Chicago for our show on Monday night, which I'm not even sure if it's sold out. It's pretty darn close. Well, guys, it might not sound like I'm pushing back on this fish thing, but that's just because we are now three years or four years into Austin convincing me to go to a show and it's just time. It's just time. And it so is time, man. Madison Square Garden are you kidding me? There is no bigger venue, Craig. There is no bigger venue. It's like a five-minute walk from the apartment, too. <laughs> so, That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, so for years, I was like, I don't know who it is. It's not my, like, scene, blah, blah, blah. But obviously, it gets to a point where you're like, fuck it. Who cares? Like, let's do it. So yeah. that's, this has been four years in the Craig, making. You know, if it was... I don't uh, even know what the scene is. So if, it was, if it was, uh, you know, the Chainsmokers... Playing at MSG, you know, you'd be like, Austin, are you kidding me? Like, you're in town and you're not going to come? And and that'd be just dumb. Like, no, I'm gonna if come. Like, you had, like, a Mount Rushmore of music venues up there, it'd be, like, Red Rocks and, and you know, the Gorge, maybe. And I'm sure that a lot of people out there have a lot of fantastic venues that they could say, but MSG would be on the Mount Rushmore of That's venues. true. And I'm sure the show, yeah, I've never been to Madison Square Garden for a concert, and I'm sure the show is just going to be incredible. If there was ever a time to see it, let's do it. And who knows, maybe I'll become fish head. Um, Doubtful, but I'm very excited because this is, <laughs> this is the first step. You know, this is the first step, and the, I just... Hope that you leave at least saying like a couple of kind things like, oh, man, that was more rock and roll than I thought. Right. It's really hard for us to go somewhere and not have a good time. Definitely. Um, and I promise you that we will have fun. Speaking of. Well, also, can I ask the obvious question? Is this something that I get to bring Paige to or is this just like the boys thing? Yeah. I, look, I I would love, of course, like we're. Wherever I invite you, especially in New York City, there's always an open invite for Paige to come as well. I just don't know if I have the ticket capacity for it. Right. And it's something we can buy or no? It's something that you can buy. It's been sold out since November. My So says my source, who I don't want to divulge, who because I don't want to sound like a, you know... A, like I'm calling out names, um, but you know he he's a member of uh, of the band and and um, yeah we'll figure it out. Yeah, she also I okay I only ask that because I feel like people listening. Some people are going to be like, all right, is this going to be something that we get to hear about from Paige? There's a great chance, especially with us leaving for the wedding on Friday, that. Oh, no, the concert's on Wednesday. Yeah, concert's she Wednesday. might have like a shoot or something on Thursday. So she's going to be like, you guys have fun. I'm going to lay up. You know, I'm going to stay home. See, that's like one of the reasons that I love her because she might be like, uh, but she's very honest about being like, guys, 
I love you, but I have zero fucking interest. And like, I know that you're thinking that too, but like you owe this to me. And so you can't back out as easily as she can. Just be like, and she'll be like, guys, I'll see you when you get home. Yeah. 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 I'll see you when you get home, Craig. You know, (laughs) you guys can roll in. I appreciate that by the way. That is totally appreciate that. Yeah. She is that, that it's an, uh, it is a uh, undervalued trait. Where you don't really have to be like, yeah, but are you sure? Are you sure? And it's no, like, look, totally, I told you. Totally. <laughs> and one of my best buddies here in Charleston, his wife also does that. And she's like, go, go, go. I would love to chill at home solo. You go and I'll see you and later. And a lot and of I'm times like, it's nice. me because she's always down to do stuff. But it's going to be me being like, are you sure? Like, you don't want to come. And or no, no, she's she would only be going because she thought I wanted her to go. Right. And she's going to be like, look, at the end of the day, I'm only going to go because I'm like, no, we're good. Like, I feel like Hannah might enjoy it. Yeah, well, I was right? thinking She's that. Probably I was like, like never been, or maybe she has. I mean, I feel like you know Hannah. Hannah has many sides to her, and I feel like you know Hannah would enjoy it. Yeah, which is interesting that I just thought of that because she probably would. Okay, cool. Well, all right. Then, well, that's something to update with you. Speaking of fun weekends, you had your first weekend with Shep in a long time. Um, this past weekend or first day. Well. Day that happened to be on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a clarification. Yeah. So no, I mean I've seen Shep you know many many times and but we've just been super busy. I mean, but have you traveled with him recently? No, no, no. no. Yeah, we've all been busy. Um, uh, went to the golf tournament this past weekend Heritage. in Hilton Head, right? The RBC Heritage. And you and I have both been there before with him. Always pre, a party pre COVID, yeah. right? We went in about twenty nineteen, and. Y'all went to the tournament on Saturday and I wasn't able to because I like the tournament was also on Easter and did he tell you what happened? I told my parents. Well, I just remember that you had literally no voice like your voice. Like you were talking like, and I I got lost on Saturday. I got lost and Shep went home and I stayed and I'm just in this like crowd of people at Harbor T- or like whatever the light, like what's the area with all the bars where the lighthouse is? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, it's called the quarter deck is the name yeah. of that bar directly. Attached I was to the lighthouse, just by myself in the, the quarter deck. Yeah. And like, obviously we weren't by ourselves. There's a million people talking and drinking w- with me, but like I didn't know anyone. And I finally got a hold of Shep somehow. I think my phone was dead and I ran into one of his buddies and I was like, will you please, please, please come get me. And I think his like dad and him came and picked me up from the golf course. Okay, well, <laughs> funny enough because his parents picked us up from the golf course. Yeah, they picked us up, and I'm like, I mean, Shep, you are a testament. No matter to no matter how old that you are, your parents are always there to give you a ride. A lot of times they leave. Drunk, come and get us. A lot of times they leave Hilton Head for Heritage, but yeah, they did. They left and then they came back on. Saturday, um, for some reason. And then, and then afterwards we kind of left, we kind of left the quarter deck, Craig, because you know how busy, I mean, it is like the popping spot. Um, and I was like, Shep, can we go somewhere where it's like a little chiller? We can like sit at the bar. So we ended up at mellow mushroom, you know, there's like six (laughs) of us. And then, and then rip Shep's father came and picked us up. And we went home. Did you stay up with him? Because I remember definitely. after he picked me up, we watched like war documentaries and played with the dogs That's for like so hours. So we we went back and and I was having a hell of a time 
with Rip. Uh, Shep had some high school and, and you know, college buddies that were coming over, and we had so much fun. But then, Craig, I mean, at like 11 o'clock or midnight, I couldn't even tell you. I just Irish exited to bed. You know, I, like that was the kind of night that it was. But I definitely had a lot of fun with Rip and Fran, which are uh, Shep's parents. Yeah, and, unbelievable um, people. And, yeah, unbelievable people. And which, <laughs> no, no shade, no shade because we're positivity. But how the hell did Shep become a product of these two? I mean, Rip is the chillest guy I've ever encountered. Right? Well, I mean, he you'll is, hear this from he is chiller anyone. than a cucumber. And Fran is very, you know, level-headed, and then it's not, and then and then their offspring is Shep. Well, I, he's the middle offspring. Yeah, he they've is. got a very calm fir- firstborn who's a lawyer, Katie. Yeah, and then um, Whitaker, who's the thirdborn. Yep. who's also a lawyer. And uh, then yeah, Shep's just in the middle, and yeah. he's his own special creation. <laughs> and um, yeah, but that is one thing. Like anytime we have a new friend with us, or if you introduce like your girlfriend um, to his parents, you. It's the same thing every. They're just like, there's no way this is actually Shep's parents, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, they're 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 salts of the absolute earth. So I also think thank you, Rip and Fran, like the for, most badass name. Well, so his name is William, just like Shep, right? You know, Shep is a junior, or or he's like you know the fourth. You know, William Rose the fourth, and his father apparently used to nap or sleep, you know, so much that his nickname was Rip, as in Rip Rip Van Winkle, and so <laughs> Rip just stuck. Um. <clears throat> cool. Well, we love you guys. We're gonna yeah. take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Also, shout out to Diet Smoke for 420 coming up. You know what I will be doing at the Fish Show. Nice. Every day we hear about how our morning rituals can change our day, but have you ever thought about your evening rituals? Allowing ourselves transition time to wind down both our devices and our minds in the evening allows us to stop our racing thoughts and drift off to sleep naturally. Power your day by powering off at night. If you go to calm.com slash pillows and beer, you'll get a special offer of 40% off a calm premium subscription and new content is added every week. I personally love calm so much. It's literally changed the amount of sleep I get every night in my bedtime ritual routine. But Listen, me, myself, and over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds. Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. My recently played on my app are Rain on Window, Rain on Leaves, and Wonder, a sleep story by Matthew McConaughey. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash pillows and beer. Go to calm.com, that's C-A-L-M dot com slash pillows and beer for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash pillows and beer. Do you identify as crypto curious? If you've thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency but felt a little overwhelmed, Coinbase makes learning to buy and sell simple. Cryptocurrency might feel like a secret or exclusive club, but Coinbase believes that everyone everywhere should be able to get in the door. Whether you've been trading for years or just getting started, Coinbase can help. Austin, when I got more into crypto during the beginning of quarantine, and whether you are short-term medium-term or long-term holder, Coinbase is the right app for you. 
It offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. I personally love the monitoring and the trading tools. I can see all the information I need right on my home screen and can find out anything I need to know about the coins. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market and make them accessible to everyone. Whether you're looking to diversify, just getting started, or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, which is why I joined, start today with Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash pillows and beer. So sign up at coinbase.com slash pillows and beer for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offers for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash pillows and beer. Right, 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 right. I was just having some chips and salsa. And I was actually about to bring this up to you, Austin um, and Nick, because there's a uh, wait. Craig is like shifting. Oh my god, in his so seat. Happy. He is like a kid on Christmas. What oh the my hell? God, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Get so um, obviously earlier, a Florida judge uh, ruled uh, the mask mandate that it was unconstitutional. That um, that it was not in the power of the, the, the transportation government. Yeah. yeah, president or transportation. But I was like, all right, it's a Florida ruling, even though it's a federal court, God knows what's going to like, if there's anything that comes from that. But in my head, because we're about to talk about something flying, I was like, I was actually going to tell you this. It is a federal judge, though. And technically, until it's appealed and ruled on, that means that they cannot enforce it anymore. Wait, it's over. As it's of over today. Now, as of today. Because it's the fucking. Hey. <laughs> hey. No, I've never jumped back from commercial that fast. I just because I was like, are people going to be fighting on the planes now? Because technically it's not. You can't get in trouble for not doing it unless the private company said it. And every airline obviously was like, OK, no, this isn't so our then, choice. So then here's the question. Here's the question. It's going to be annoying as fuck. Are you going to just completely not wear a mask in the airport? Yes. This is where the new fights are going to come from. Uh, Policemen, citizens on the plane. Like, do you think people are still going to be like judging other people that don't have a mask on and be like, I do. "Uh, I know it's not a rule anymore, but it'd make me more comfortable if you wore your mask. Yes. So 100%. So that's just the way it's going to be. But so what do you do? Just be like, well, that's a personal decision of your, like, of you, like Jesus. I think that, I think that this is what's going to happen, Craig. I think that, um, especially in, in, well, everywhere where we're flying from. But if you're asking me if I'm going to wear my mask anymore or not, no. Because yeah. that's, I, I've, no. <laughs> it's not the government saying it's okay. It's that there's not an oppressive rule anymore. And it's, everyone's vaccinated. There's no point. Whatever. We're not getting into COVID here. We're getting into the mask rule. I think that I'm still going to wear a mask just to appease people to not yell at me. I'm not going to wear it 24-7. I promise you that much. If, like, if, if you're eating. When I'm on the airplane, I'm going to be honest. I'm taking that motherfucker off. Well, then what are you talking about? Yeah, Wear a mask to appease people, well, but if you're on the plane, you're not going to? Well, off, and it stays off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we'll see how it goes. I have a feeling the airports that we're flying out of, usually, like, no one gives a shit. Also, no one... Yeah. All right, so now that we're talking about, you know, airports, which, which for some reason... Like we always end up here, right? Because we fly twice a week, every yeah, week. I mean, about it's just, Craig's like you know please. pet peeves, which are also I have you know many pet peeves, but 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 yeah, 
shit, shit this crack. So, so now we're, now we have been booking flights like crazy, which like crazy Craig. And so this, this one meme that I'm sure that many of you have seen, but if you haven't just makes me laugh because we've been booking flights from random places and you know, no, no offense to the places like, you know, they're not like a big city, right? Like, you know, Charleston is not a big city, right? So like we could, you know, put that on the place it's of a random tour, places. It's a very, right. well, it's the number one tourism. Sure, city sure. Country. But it's not, it's not a hub, you know, like, like we, we have to connect essentially to go anywhere other than yeah, New York Charlotte city. or Atlanta. Right, right. So the meme that I saw that Craig has seen, that Nick has seen is just makes me laugh. So, and the meme says, I don't understand airports. I don't believe these people are even real. Why are 200 people flying to Chicago from Cincinnati the same time as me? It is a Monday at 8 p.m., the most random time of the week. Do none of you work? And the plane is at full capacity? How? It takes less time to drive there. Why did we all make this stupid financial decision? The man next to me is wearing shorts. It's snowing in both cities. Because it's so accurate. I mean, it's, it's so an amazing, accurate. amazing meme. Um, because, I mean, you've definitely had those thoughts before, haven't you? And so have I. Where definitely. It doesn't, the numbers don't add it up. It doesn't add up. Why, why is our plane full, Craig? Why are we in the back of the plane leaving Knoxville to go to Chicago. Chicago on a Sunday afternoon. And the flight cost the plane $800 full? Why in is coach? the plane full and why does it cost $800? That's so I fly into Salisbury, Maryland when I go to visit my my God, I was almost going to say folks because that's an Austin thing. My parents, but your folks. Yeah. Um every time I fly into Salisbury or fly out I'm like this doesn't make any sense. There's no way that I that there's this many people coming to this small little town with me from like Charlotte. It's um, like, does Delta hire people to be <laughs> on the flight? So you think that they're just the busiest airline. So you just continue to fly with them. I will. Uh, conspiracy theory. Last, guys, that's a conspiracy theory. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give you some conspiracy theories, but I going back to the mask, even though it's going to be hard not to do this and I don't want to, you know, the happiest, per, the happiest people in this country right now reading that news. Flight attendants? Yep. Airline people. 100%. 100%. That pilot does not have to make that announcement where they basically just started to say, look, we all hate this as much as y'all, but it is a, it's the rule. I, I mean, the flight attendants that have to wake you up or like fight or get yelled at. I mean, they are the ones that are like, hallelujah. I don't have to say a fucking word ever again. That is true because when you get on the flight, there's there's always just like a rigmarole, right? There's like a like a thing where they like go off on this tangent of why like wearing masks and this this and well, that. Some, and, and, and you can the tell. flight attendants are funny and they have like a sense of humor. Yeah. You know, the guys that make the speeches at least. Yeah. The people that make the speeches are super funny about it sometimes. I okay, here's Austin obviously knows, and it's one of the things that bothers him most about me, is that I'm hypersensitive and hyper aware of my surroundings. Like, way, way, way too sure. aware. We'll be sitting in a bar and 200 yards away. Craig's like, that woman over there just took a picture of us. I'm like, no, no she no, didn't. No, 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 it's not that. It's like, if you accidentally tipped like 20% oh, right. instead yeah, of yeah. 25, I'm like, oh, God. Okay, well, that's the same thing. All of Chicago is going to judge us now. Um Here's a funny one that I'm aware of when I can read the flight attendant when they're handing out the um, the sanitary 
packets like cloths when you get on the plane. Oh, wait, wait. Do you ever take those? Okay. It, because I'll watch her face and for the people in front of me that don't take it, if she like judges them, then I'll take it and just put it in my pocket. I've never opened one, yeah. but I'll take it just to appease the flight attendant because I can see it bothers her oh, that the other people man. aren't. Okay. What would you put that percentage at? Is it like a 50 50? It's 50 50. Really? It's been 50 50 really? last month because some ladies. Like oh, when you don't smart, take it Craig. because they're like, oh, all right, he's fucking a normal person. I hate admitting that that's smart to judge her or his, you know, react to judge their reaction. I never take one. Well, okay. Never. I, like I said, I've never opened one, but if I can yeah, see that no, it's bothering I them, it. then I take I it and it. just put it in my pocket. Man, that's good. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. And you just read it, you know, like if she's like very, you know, or she or he or yeah, whatever, yeah, obviously like, it's a unisex <sighs> job, but. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a time to be alive, guys. Oh um, man, and how happy we are alive! But yeah, that that meme, the traveling thing, it is just airports are just fascinating. One day we've got to do a vlog. We've got to stop being like. I mean, airports are fascinating for so many reasons. Like Craig, like you see people, and I've known people, I've dated people that that think that. The way that you dress at the airport is the way that you dress, like, you know, for life, right? And then I've seen people that are like, no, 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 no. I wear sweatpants and a freaking oversized hoodie, and, like, that's it. And then there are people that are like, no, 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 I don't drink. And then there are people, it's 6 a.m., and you get a damn double Tito's and vodka on the rocks. I love those people. Like, the airport is a lawless land, and I love it for many reasons. So sometimes if I miss a flight, which I just did from Atlanta, I'm like, fine, fine with me. You know what? Well, airport bars are my happy place. Like they, like in college, coming home for the holidays. Specify which kind of airport bar is your happy place. Um, You like a wine and cheese bar, and we have encountered a couple of them. I do, but there's also really small bars on like small, like offshoot um, terminals that during college, like coming home for Christmas, you'd always meet someone. Like, you just always meet someone at the bar, and, like, you'd be hoping to get home for the holidays, and there's Christmas music playing, and the conversations that you would have were just awesome, and you'd become best friends with this person to never see them again. Um, I never met anyone romantically, but, like, you just have great conversations, and, like, you're all kind of in it together, and if your flight gets canceled... it's kind of coming ever increasingly obvious, Craig, that you and I need to, like, open an airport bar. Oh God. Or something like that. Special, because like, like, can we, we get just a talk license? about it all the time? Like, for some reason, Craig well, and Austin's not, not for some reason because it's just like we're in airports uh, often, and and it always comes what down we to call airport it? talk. Craig and Austin, CNAs. Well, would it be? It it would be a wine bar, right? I right? don't know. I mean, I, I don't know either. I don't yeah. either. I don't know either. I don't either. Because, sure, we'd, ha- we'd have a little bit of everything. would be radical. We would have our I, favorite things from all of our, our things. It would be a sports bar where you could have cheese just and wine. Radical. It'd be bitching. Bitching. <laughs> anyway, I love those. I love like going through something on like a plane with someone and you just, that our common bond. S- our airport bar would be called, it would, mmm, mmm. It has to be punny, Craig. No, it couldn't just be Craig and Austin's. I don't know. You and you can work on the pun. Okay. <laughs> It'd be all right. Nick's got some rants written down for us today. Let's see. Rants. What, let's see what annoys him and if it annoys me. 
Yeah, we'll we'll skip a few of these. The bullied who get in trouble for finally beating the shit out of the bully. I talked about this in the show. I don't think they should beat the shit out of him, but you should definitely stand up to him. And another day when I'm passionate about that and not mask, I will uh, I will go off on that. I did just watch a show called Raising Dion. Um, have you seen that on Netflix? Yes. Oh, did you watch the whole first season? The whole first season. Okay, here's my problem with it. And there are I have not spo- seen the second season. I haven't either. Okay. There's spoilers for the first season of Raising Dion coming up. One, the reason this applies to it is in the first episode or the second episode, he like gets his watch stolen and of course he gets in trouble and not the kid. I wanted to punch the TV that stole his watch. Um, well, it's supposed to like elicit that response from you, Craig, like so that the little bastards yeah. will up and will come. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. And it worked. Um, I hear I just watched another show or movie. No, it was another show. Oh, it was Reacher. Reacher did the same thing as Raising Dion. When the twist happens at the end, it doesn't make sense. Because if you were to go back and watch the like Raising Dion from the beginning, knowing what you know at the end, it would not make sense. Like I get that like they wanted it to be the least like expected character, but like the story leading up to the twist doesn't make sense once the twist happens. Okay. So this Stemmed from bullying and well, raising Dion made you think of bullying and and uh, no you weren't listening you were no texting. I wasn't you're right I God wasn't damn it. okay so the twist at the end of re, re, the twist at the end of raising Dion just like in Reacher does not make sense if you were to apply it to the beginning of the show like if you went back and watched the first season of raising Dion after knowing what the twist is at the end it would not make sense okay got it got it got it got it because you'd be like well if he already knew all this if he was the bad guy why would he be acting like this you sure, know what I mean sure, sure sure it only makes sense after watching not to always bring it back to HP but I think about this all the time like you know, with Harry Potter I'm like wait a minute if you're going through book one logic this does not make sense in book seven but you know you just kind of go with it because you know you're you are just into it (laughs) you're just into it man you know what we haven't done in a while is fan questions all right well with that we're gonna take another quick break and we'll be right back with some questions Austin loves this song Welcome back to the Hall Wine Studio. I'm here. I'm Craig Conover. I'm here with Austin Kroll, best bud. And we're here to answer some of your burning questions, which we love doing this. Honestly, it makes it all worth it. Um, What do you think, Austin? Should we get into it? First one. Let's go. Hi, I am having serious trouble with my sister. Her and I had a falling out over handling my mom's funeral and estate. My wedding is coming up and I am debating if I should invite her. Oh, all of my family will be there and I know it will cause issues within the family if she is not invited, but I really see no reconciliation with her for how she treated me. Any advice would be welcome. Wow. Jeez, Craig. We're Dr. Phil all of a sudden. We are Dr. Phil in this. Good. This is juice. This is a great one. This is a great, well, great. It's a great question. Fascinating one. Sorry for. I feel like this is happening. Like the older that you get and the more. Wait, is this our Maury question? (laughs) This is amazing. And, and the more that's at stake. Okay. And 
And that's like, okay, they're figuring out her mother's funeral and estate, right? When money comes into play, all of a sudden, like, things get thrown out the window. It, it seems like, and not always, Craig, I'm not saying always, I'm just saying, no, you see like, it all the time, though. It's I nuts. mean, look at this, like, her own flesh and blood, and now her wedding is coming up. And if she's questioning this, then all that I have to say is, it sounds like you already know the answer. Well, I, I, look, I get it. I remember Will's Trust in the States was my, one of my favorite classes in law school. And I was just like, how does this happen? Like, how, how can you go from growing up with each other to not speaking? And look, I've, I've seen it a lot and, uh, it's crazy. My, my advice would be to invite her. Um, you gotta be the bigger person. You don't have to do anything actually, but this is what I would do if I was in your position. I would clearly tell her which isn't going to be easy. Maybe I'd write her a letter. I would probably write it down. Um, and I'd say, hey, this day is about me and I don't want any trouble. I know that we have a lot of unresolved issues and I have a lot to say to you. But at the end of the day, hopefully in this lifetime, we work it out, even if that may be in a decade and I'm only going to get married once. So yeah, I would love to have you there. But let's this like, but again, we there is know, a but, though. Well, there we don't know who you're dealing but. with. There like, is if, you're, a but. if you're dealing with someone that is going to steal your day and make it all about them, then that sucks. But here's the problem is it sounds like her family wants her to invite her. You know, like it sounds like it says that if she doesn't invite her sister. No, no, he, no, 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 no. It says the opposite. All my family will be there and I know it will cause issues within the. Fa- oh, if, if she's, she's not, not invi- okay. invited. True. OK, well, then. Ooh, ooh that is that also- sucks, man. That sucks. Because, because, uh, yeah, that, that does suck. I say, and because it might sound easier, like for you to not invite, but you know that it's the right move to invite. It just is. It just is. Yeah, but you sh- you you shouldn't feel. You should definitely tell her. Like you have I mean, to have boundaries. Y'all hate each other. Yeah, I mean, she does say there's no reconciliation, but. Wait. Here's the here's the thing that I would take into consideration, the timing of this. If this happened three years ago and you and your sister are still not this talking, this is her day, Craig. This is her day. She sees no reconciliation. Yeah, but this is because they're feuding. Okay, that's my thing. Is if this fight happened recently, you're gonna regret not inviting her later on. If this fight happened a year or two ago and you guys still aren't talking, then no, you do not have to invite her. You know what I mean? But if that's, I okay, how long ago was this fight? How long have how long have y'all not spoken for? Yeah, if the fight was a year ago, then don't invite her to the wedding. Or, I mean, I mean, look at the end of the day. The end of the day. Craig said this kind of earlier, like it is your day and, and that is that. Yeah. If she, I will tell you this, if she is calm, cool and collected and you just don't want to invite her because she does not deserve to be invited, I would invite her. Like if there's not a chance that she's going to take away from your day, then just invite her. Damn Craig, that's a five minute answer from both of us. Like you and I were you had a lot to say about that. That was, that was, but how do you feel about this, Austin? Okay. Exactly what you're saying. It is your day. If it's going to take away from your day with her being there, even if she's perfectly behaved, do you owe your sister anything? Yes. 
Right. <laughs> You're just staring at Nicole's. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a funny well, because like, you get you're to be staring 100? at me in the computer. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I was staring just, at your microphone. I was like, do you get to be 100% selfish on your wedding day or do you do? Yes. Well, you just said yes to both things. You said, yes, you owe her something as her sister. Oh, do or, you owe something? Dude. Oh, see, see, this is why I can't fully commit to either answer. Well, that's why we're discussing it. This yeah. is the position that yeah. she's in. Do you owe something to your sister? Yes. Do you owe something to yourself on your day? Yes. Now, now I don't know, Craig, not that it matters, but it might. I don't know the ages of them. I don't know how long they haven't spoken for. I don't know this sort of stuff that her sister said to her. Those are, those are. Well, um, the answer to this is the hardest thing to do. The answer to this is instead of asking us about it, it's to actually talk to her. So if nothing's going to come out of that talk, at least you have your answer then. If something does come out of it, at least you talk to her before your wedding. But I think the only way that you'll be able to sleep with yourself, because you always know in your gut, but like maybe you have to suck it up and just talk to her. What do you think, Nick? Why are you, is this your question? I read the full question and there's a lot more that kind of goes into it. Well, what the fuck? That's what we need here. Well, no, it's like stuff that she said she didn't want, like, included. Oh, okay. So what's the answer? What's your opinion? I would say don't. I From what she was saying about how evil her sister is, like, she, like, wanted all the estate money to herself. And, oh, like, well, yeah, then fuck her. Money. Then she doesn't deserve it. Like, that's what we didn't yeah, know. Yeah, that's all what right, I fuck that's her. What it all came down to money from the sister and not for actually, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. Oh, okay. Well, here, we'll reword our answer then. If you... Are med, are, if you're made to feel crazy by the rest of your family because you actually see the situation for how it really is, and this happens in our lives a lot, where everyone else can't see what's actually going on and they try to make you feel crazy, then no, do not invite this girl just because it's going to appease some of your family members who didn't have to do the hard stuff that you did. You had to work out the estate. You had to do all of that shit while working with this evil sister, the rest of the family, like a cousin or an aunt. And it's like, Oh, I think my daughter should be invited to your wedding. Fuck them. You do you at your wedding day. Yes. She said the rest of your family shit. Yeah. So you do what makes you happy. It is your day. Okay. Yeah. Don't feel guilty about that. Don't feel guilty. Uh, I recently read Craig's book. It was awesome. And it encouraged (laughs) me to reach out guys. I, I do just want to have to say this because because Craig did just read that, but that was in parentheses, so Craig did not just say that about it. I wasn't, yeah, going. I still felt weird saying it. I am currently a second-year law student, and I am feeling super lost, like I made the wrong decision. I've wanted to go to law school my whole life, but now that I'm in it, I'm having trouble finding jobs. It's really messing with my confidence and making me feel like I'm not supposed to do this. I have one year left, and I want to finish school, but then I don't know what to do with my life, especially since I have such little experience in law. Should I try to make law work or pivot to something else? Oh, Craig, this is a, this is a you question. This is great. Well, it could be you too. You went to college too. This is just secondary school. Um, and then you ended up in beer and TV. I will say that, um, this is why, even though I really enjoyed school, I didn't know what my future looked like. But having a law degree will never hurt you. Having a law degree will help you get any other job that you ever want in the rest of your life. And so I don't know the financial situation or anything else, 
But just because you get your law degree, and God, I meet so many people with law degrees now that do not practice because that's a kind of an opening line to me. Hey, I graduated law school too, and I don't practice law. But if you want to go into finance or start your own like nonprofit or anything like that, having that law degree will never hurt you. It's just expensive. But I, I, uh, I just you know reread this question, and it just makes me feel like you've okay Craig what what was the worst year of law school for you your second year right first 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 yeah. okay so your that's first why I was kind of like yeah first year is your yeah yeah first second year, year is supposed like, to get easier and like be like okay this is I've got this so then she's saying that she has one year left right and she wants to finish and I just think that it's so imperative it shows so much about yourself, about your character, about how much that you can take and like what's your breaking point and things like that to finish out what you started. And there's no possible way that this can be you know, detrimental to your life. Yeah, no, I, I think it's what my parents said the entire time. Uh, just finish what you started. And only. I, I can only hop onto that advice on this because the law degree will help you in your life. It just will. You know, any anyone that you go to work for, it elevates you to the top of the pile by having that law degree. And so you never have to practice law in your life if you don't want to. But the law degree says so much more about your brain, your way of thinking, your analytical skills. And um, but yeah, I mean that would be tough. Austin, what did what was your major in college? Um, I was I was overall business and then i switched it my sophomore year to small business management with a with a minor in entrepreneurship i'll also say little experience in law you're a second year law student no one has any experience in law i actually became a guardian at litem um which you can do wherever you are become a guardian at litem for the state help like children and you get courtroom experience that no one else in your class is going to have. That's how you get a leg up on people starting to do shit like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, law school stressful and it's a tough one, but nothing like Austin said, nothing bad comes from finishing. Austin, will your beer be in Chicago to drink during the show? Well, my beer is not sold in Chicago by a distributor at the moment, but um, I am sending beer to Chicago and what we have done at previous shows is make sure that as much of you can get your hands on it as possible. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. And thank you for asking. So we'll be there and many of you will get to drink it. A note about Springer. Yeah. You want to read this? Yes. Also? Okay. All right. Hold on, I'm trying to zoom in. <clears throat> yeah. Just a little bit. Okay. Hold on. Oop. It's all good. I see it. Wait a little over. Okay. A note from a listener about Springer. I met a girl 15 years ago that was a frequent guest on the Jerry Springer show. And frequent guest. And she said that it was all fake. They had a script to go off of. She said that she would make a couple thousand depending on how much the audience got into it. Oh, incentive based. That makes sense. Wow. Wow, Craig. See, we briefly touched on this and, I, but and, see that's what i said i said maury was real springer was not and i'm not going to just like anybody out there should not 1000 percent believe you know what what someone says about springer and 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 craig you and i have 
obviously gotten things from people that are like, oh my God, I heard that, you know, y'all show was scripted. And it's like, oh, okay. it one off. Nick, any other information on this, this question or this statement? Did she say which, is she like the pickle girl or like, <laughs> oh, no, no, the olive girl. It, she just, uh, she just said she knew somebody. I can reach back. Oh, out hold on, guys. All right, Austin. We read it for what it was meant to do. But now let's break this down for everyone that reads the gossip sites. That's 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 I what I was saying. Down. That's what I was saying. Right? This is Where not it's a like, firsthand account. This says I met a girl. Okay, so this isn't the girl from the show, haven't we all? Fifteen years ago, I was a frequent guest on the Jerry Springer show. She said I was all fake. You know how many people that I hear are cast members on me and Austin's show? <laughs> how many people I hear are on Southern Charm? And we've never seen him before in our lives. Different though, I think. Nick, people say things. I'm not saying that anyone's lying. I'm not saying that anyone's lying. We're just saying that I yourself. Yeah, I know how it goes. Oh, I know. So like this, like this girl wanted. I just think this is a weird one to make up. It's not about uh, making up. Really, like this is the easiest one in the world to make up. It's not about making up. Okay, so the world is not black and white. What you have to ask yourself is. We've got this statement. It probably came from somewhere, just like any statement you read just online. Like any statement and you ever read online. It's definitely a rumor, but just like when we were in school and we got taught how to treat rumors, let's not take it, you know, let's take it with a grain of salt, maybe a couple grains of salt, and be like, all right, this could be true. But I knew also. I knew Craig when he went to law school, and he doesn't put milk in his coffee. <gasps> I mean, that is like, literally what I'm hearing here. It, well, it, it is can't like, be all fake. So also don't look and look at generalizations like all. Okay. So no, Nick, we're not saying it's fake. We're no, glad you we're said it. We're just fake. saying this is how you should break down anything that you read on the internet. Did they because hear it from someone? They, they hear it from someone, someone, and it could have been from another person, another person. The fact that it was 15 years ago, that's the easiest thing ever. They heard us talk about it. So maybe they were just like, oh. Like, I mean, I mean, this question will be read for sure. Here's a dark Maybe thought on it. What if one of the what if what if the person like coming on was real, and in order to get their like cheating boyfriend or cheating girlfriend on, they had to pay them to come on and be like, "Yeah, what? I've been banging your mom," and like, you know, one person was getting hurt, and one person was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it for the money." That's exactly what it is because because. Okay, the one thing about this that I do unequivocally believe is the depending on how much the audience got into it. Yeah, that's the real part. I think that is real. Because so I asked you this last episode, like, wait, why would these people willingly, do you know? And then it's like, oh, because they want to get the audience riled up. Yeah. And then it's like, wait, why do they fight each other every time? Oh, I got it. I got it because they want to make an extra zero. Yeah. I mean, maybe I yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra okay, okay. an extra half a zero. <laughs> yeah. All right. Keep writing in about more. Yeah. This Here, is great. I wonder if their NDAs are so tight that that's why we don't get, did we not get more messages about like anyone that's been on Maury or Jerry? We Spiller? got like a couple, but it was just more comments about it. Like love that episode. I definitely think it's fake. No, but yeah, no one being like I was on and I did a paternity test. No. 
Um, good. All right, everyone. Another episode of Pillows and Beer in season two. I am Craig Conover with my best friend, Woo-hoo. Austin Kroll, our little nifty Love sidekick. Love you guys so much. Nick, who makes the world go round. Follow us at Pillows and Beer on Instagram. C.A. Conover. Kroll, the Warrior King. And email us all your questions or anything that relates to our podcast at theboys at pillowsandbeer.com. Listen on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We will be back next week. And Chicago, we can't wait to see you. See you in Chicago. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.